It's a special edition of the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service family-run flooring company, by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects to snow removal, and by Four Dads Pub of Granby, where the community gathers for locally inspired tavern fare. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We had mentioned that uh, we were taking the summer off unless there was a special weather event or circumstance, and we have a weather circumstance for sure, don't we, Brad? I'd call it a special weather event, and it's the first time in 30 years. You have to go back to Hurricane Bob in the early 1990s that uh, Connecticut and more specifically the southern New England coastline has been under a hurricane warning. But uh, as of 8 o'clock this morning, Dan, we've got all kinds of watches and warnings up for our area. Uh, We are putting this podcast together on Saturday, August 21st, an eventful weekend for sure. Brad, uh, just as an overview, as you look at the map in your years covering meteorology, or decades, in fact, have you ever seen something like this? Yes, yes, absolutely, Dan. This kind of reminds me of um, where Gloria was. Although Gloria was a much better developed storm at the time, Uh, Gloria was a scary storm off the North Carolina coast and moving due northward. And uh, Gloria did come right up and over Connecticut. And I think that the path of Henri is going to be very similar coming right up and over Connecticut. I think the first body of land that will see landfall from Henri will be Long Island, followed by Connecticut, Dan. And if I had to bet where the eyewall will come ashore, I would say it would be in New Haven or just slightly to the west of New Haven, like maybe West Haven or Milford. So uh, remember, if you um, if you see that landfall was in Milford or West Haven or New Haven, remember Brad Field called it. Otherwise, forget what I just said. <laughs> uh, what What's fueling? What are the ingredients fueling this storm? Well, Dan, we have uh, the storm um, as of 8 o'clock. Let me give you some uh, specifics on it. We're at 33.6 north and 72.7 west. And I know those uh, latitude, longitude, the old sailors used to use those all the time. But to give you uh, the specifics on it, that's how meteorologists plot the storm, where it is and, and, and point to point. But uh, that happens to be 200 miles to the southeast of Cape Hatteras. And I'm using the latest information. This is an intermediate advisory from the Hurricane Center at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. The uh, location is also 525 miles due south of Montauk Point. Now, Dan, the storm is coming into better uh, conditions. Right now, it is a maximum tropical storm uh, with peak winds of 70 miles per hour sustained, but it is moving into a favorability zone 
for intensification. Now, you got to remember that as you get into late August and September, the ocean waters off of the east coast of the United States are at their warmest point. So we're moving over warm water and so forth. And the National Hurricane Center expects Henri to become a hurricane during the day today and then maintain its status as a hurricane tonight and then come ashore first to Montauk Point and uh, eastern areas of Long Island and then ultimately the central Connecticut shoreline sometime during the day tomorrow, either as a Category 1 hurricane. Now remember this, Dan, on the Saffir-Simpson scale, Category 1 is the weakest of, of hurricanes, but still you can never, ever say that uh, a Category 1 hurricane or a, tr you know, a strong tropical storm isn't something of, um, of importance because it absolutely is. And it looks like uh, it will come across as a Category 1 or maybe slightly under, maybe something like uh, maximum sustained winds of 70 miles per hour instead of 75. So category one is roughly 75 to 90 miles per hour. But you remember some of these uh, tropical buzz saws that we've heard of in the past, uh, retired names such as Andrew, for example, which decimated Homestead, Florida. That was a Category 5 hurricane with maximum sustained winds of 155 miles per hour and higher. So this is this is a uh, a, a storm that is we have to uh, we have to fear somewhat healthy fear. Uh, we have to reckon with it that we're going to have to do a lot of things. For example, as soon as I'm done today with this podcast, Dan, I'm going to plan for power loss. I think we're going to have much power loss across Connecticut. So what does that mean? That means if you don't have a generator or so forth, you'll have to go out and, and purchase ice. You have to make sure you have a lot of supply of batteries on hand so that you can uh, see at night with your flashlights and so forth, matches for candles and so forth. Propane, because you may be heating, you may be eating off your uh, outdoor grill for a few days if if we do have this power loss so you're going to want to have propane if you have a generator you want to make sure you have gasoline on hand because uh some of the local area unless they have generators some of the local area uh gas stations may not have power so you have to you have to think and plan ahead for power loss and I'm not trying to scare anybody or anything, but you remember back with Sandy, Dan, uh, I remember when we were living in West Granby at the time, we had we lost power for 11 days. So it can take a while to get power back when there are tens of thousands of people out. We'll plot so out the we'll, Brad, we'll, we'll plot out the storm in just a moment. But I did hear the head of Eversource say that they expect about 50 percent of their customers at least to lose power. Right, right. And, and Dan, I wanted to say to the folks here, um, you know, we did decide to take the summer off. I mean, there there were some reasons behind that and so forth. Uh, one of the biggest reasons was that um, my wife and I downsized, as you know, Dan, but I'm telling the folks at home. So we, uh, we had to pack up our old house and move to our new house, and we still have boxes all over the place and so forth. But um, one other thing is the Bradfield weather 
com is also under construction. So there are some links that work on bradfieldweather.com, other things that don't work at this point. But I want you to know that Dan and I are planning to come back and are planning to be up and running uh, in the fall and the, in, in the upcoming winter. I would, Dan, I, I've said to folks, I am going to be doing a weather forecast on the morning of the day I die. Not to be morbid, but it's my hobby. It's been my lifelong hobby, and I love doing it. And I especially, and anybody who knows me or watched me over the years knows I love snow. So uh, we'll be up and running before the winter and stuff. But I wanted to mention that on BradfieldWeather.com, you can still get Dan's links to uh, United Illuminating and Eversource. They're very easy links. You can get the link to the National Hurricane Center to get the very latest information from them. Uh, a lot of times, especially on the eastern flank of tropical systems like hurricanes or strong tropical storms like Henri will be when he comes ashore, uh, tornadoes can spin up. So you can go to the severe uh, the storm prediction center and, and get the information. All of these links are uh, still working on bradfieldweather.com, even though the site in general is under construction. So I just wanted to point that out to the folks, Dan. I want to talk a bit about Action Carpet and floor covering of Simsbury. Action Carpet handles carpets, area rugs, runners, tile, vinyl, laminate, engineered and solid wood, sanding and refinishing, radiant heating systems, mold and mildew remediation, water damage repair, professional installation and professional cleaning services, and much, much more. Action Carpet and Floor Covering services the entire area. Visit them online at action-carpet.com. That's action-carpet.com. Or call 860-651-8406. 860-651-8406. Since 1993, Action Carpet and Floor Covering a full-service, family-run flooring company has been servicing both residential and commercial customers throughout Connecticut and beyond. And a reminder from Action Carpet and Floor Covering, stay safe during Enray. Brad, as we uh, take a look at this storm, can you plot it out? You, you talked about where it might land, but at this point, do we know the root of the storm? Uh, yeah. What I would say, Dan, on uh, as far as the route of the storm is, um, as we say now, it's uh, 200 miles southeast of Cape Hatteras, or uh, a position 525 miles due south of Montauk Point. It has maximum sustained winds of 70 miles per hour, and it is right now moving to the north-northeast at 12 miles per hour. Now, the timeline, Dan, is what you're asking me about. The National Hurricane Center fully expects the storm to intensify into a hurricane uh, during the day today. And overnight tonight, let's say around 2 in the morning, the storm will be off Delaware and south of Montauk Point. It will be a hurricane at that point, and we will start seeing impacts into Connecticut around this time so you've got all day saturday but do not think that you're going to have all day sunday to prepare for the storm 
because I think at daybreak Sunday morning, we will, and by we, I mean the state of Connecticut, the citizenry of Connecticut, we will be in tropical storm conditions by daybreak tomorrow. So uh, the, 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 um, the hurricane setter, and we're going to get into where the watches and warnings are all posted in a minute, Dan. But one of the things about a hurricane warning is they say that uh, to protect life and property, uh, preparations should be made to protect life and property, and they should be rushed to completion today. So uh, I, I, I saw um, another meteorologist point this out, and I wanted to I wanted to sort of uh, go off track here for a minute. I'll get back to the timeline, but I think this is a great thing, Dan. Um, to distinguish between a watch and a warning, uh, they 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 used they used tacos, believe it or not, and they had a little uh, lump of lettuce, and then they had a little lump of uh, tomatoes, then they had a little lump of hamburg, then they had a little uh, lump of the uh, taco shells or whatever, all just the ingredients sitting around on a plate, and then they had on another plate a taco which was completely made. And they said taco watch for where all the ingredients were just sitting on the plate to taco warning when the taco was completely uh, constructed. So the point is here, Dan, a watch means the ingredients are all in place for something to happen. A warning means it is happening or it is imminent to happen. And right now we have warnings for hurricane up in Connecticut. So we'll get to that in a minute. But the, the, back to the timeline, Dan, by 2 p.m. on Sunday, I think the hurricane will be located over Long Island. So Connecticut will be getting pounded at that point, um, especially where the eye wall comes in and points to the east. Because remember, around any kind of low pressure, there's a counterclockwise circulation. So if you place that uh, the low pressure center or the center of Henri right over, say, New Haven, for example, if you live in East Haven or Branford or some town off to the east of New Haven, you will be getting a straight southerly wind coming in off the sound. And also the storm is tracking from south to north. Now, on the other side, say the storm comes into New Haven in Milford, for example, or in Bridgeport, for example, you'll be getting a northerly wind. Now, the storm will be coming south to north, but the wind will be blowing north to south. So hence, when you add up all the vectors and so forth, it's a lesser wind on the western side of the storm. So it's because of that counterclockwise circulation around the storm and the storm's path why the winds are stronger to the right of the eye wall. But I am thinking with a storm over Long Island at 2 p.m. Sunday, we're extrapolating something like 3, 4, 5 p.m. The storm as a, a strong tropical storm or a Category 1 hurricane coming ashore in the area of, say, New Haven and Milford. And then by 8 p.m. Sunday, Dan, you may be able to wave to the storm going by your house in Torrington. Uh, it looks like the, the storm will continue on a north-northwest heading and move up toward Torrington and Salisbury, uh, you know, ultimately on its way toward Albany, New York, 
which is where by 8 a.m. on Monday, uh, I think the storm will be sort of on the New York, southwest Vermont border region uh, as still a tropical storm uh, and then weakening uh, into a depression as it drifts across southern New Hampshire and then out to sea sometime on Monday evening. But I do expect the worst of the conditions in Connecticut ahead of and with the storm. When the storm goes by to our north, uh, we should start to be uh, in the clear. So in terms of the worst part of this storm for us here in Connecticut, it looks to me as though it'll be very late tonight, which is Saturday night, all day Sunday, and then uh, sort of rapidly diminishing as the storm goes by your latitude. So first, the latitude it would go by in Connecticut would be New Haven at, say, 3, 4, 5 tomorrow afternoon. And then by, say, 8 o'clock at night, up, up toward Torrington and then up toward, say, Salisbury, for example. So at, from that point on, so I would say very late tonight and during the daylight period of Sunday, will be the worst impacts in Connecticut. And then after that, Dan, uh, winding down and diminishing, uh, the depression, uh, what's left of Henri, will be near Nova Scotia uh, by 8 in the morning on Tuesday. So uh, that's the timeline. I think uh, the worst impacts in Connecticut will be ahead of the storm as it comes ashore uh, sometime tomorrow afternoon. So the, 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 the worst of the storm will be ramping up in the morning and midday part of Sunday. Brad, we'll get into the watches and warnings in just a moment. I'm going to talk a bit about McAllen Construction Company, located in Prospect, Connecticut, a full-service construction company servicing the entire state for over 25 years. McAllen Construction is on call 24-7, 365 days a year for your residential and commercial building projects, utility construction, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business, state of Connecticut licensed and insured. Call McAllen Construction today at 203-758-3474 or visit McAllenConstructionCT.com. Licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer, utility carpentry, excavation, and snow removal. That's right, winter will be here before you know it for commercial businesses and state and local governments. And this reminder from McAllen Construction, stay safe during Enray. Brad, I want to ask you, we've got a full moon. How much does that play into all of this? It does. Uh, absolutely, Dan. Um, check the uh, title, title, T-I-D-A-L, charts in in your community or google them for your particular town because they vary all along the sound but dan the uh the gravitational pull from the moon does elevate and anybody who's lived along the water or the ocean knows that when there's a moon tide it's higher to begin with so uh we are looking at uh maybe say give it a foot for full moon tide number one then we are looking at a storm surge. Those are not waves, 
But Dan, the forward momentum of the storm as it comes up the coast from the south to the north, a wall of water is pushed in advance of the storm. And a lot of that water is going to get trapped in Long Island Sound, for example. And the uh, National Weather Service um, has experimental uh, charts out and so forth on how much of a tidal surge they're projecting. So they are projecting that wall of water in advance of Henri to be anywhere from three to five feet. So say you have a beach home and you are four to six feet uh, you know, above what average high tide is, it's probably going to flood there because you're going to have a one-foot full moon tide and then three to five-foot storm surge on top of that. And Dan, that doesn't even count the wave action. And you know if you're, if you're looking out on the uh, ocean or out on a big lake or something and the wind is blowing 40 miles per hour, you have white caps. Well, double that. Say the wind's blowing 70 to 80 miles per hour, you're going to have tremendous wave action on top of all these swells, on top of the full moon high tide. So uh, another word of advice from the National Hurricane Center, and seeing we're out of practice here in New England, having not had a hurricane uh, directly hit us since uh, Bob in the early 1990s, and then Gloria in the mid-1980s, we're, we're sort of out of practice. So if the, if the, if the local authorities tell you to evacuate, you should. Um, I mean, my cousin uh, has a place in Newport, and I told her to g get out of there. I, uh, especially yesterday, it looked like it was coming more head-on to Newport. Now it looks like it's shifted to the west and more coming head-on to Connecticut. But the point is, with that storm surge and everything, uh, you, you can all of a sudden get inundated with water and have nowhere to go. So, uh, and, and they do say that it is the storm surge and the coastal flooding that causes more deaths in a hurricane than anything else. People are trapped and they can't get out um, because of the flooding. So if local authorities tell you to evacuate, I, I absolutely would. Brad, we'll get to the forecast in just a moment. I want to talk about one of our newest underwriters, Four Dads Pub. Four Dads Pub of Granby is an old-school neighborhood joint. That's right. Located in one of the oldest buildings in Granby on 18R Hartford Avenue. The building has a rich history and provides a backdrop for new memories. Four Dads Pub offers innovative spirits, specialty bourbons, select whiskeys, and an array of craft beers. Four Dads Pub is a new hub in town where friends can share laughs, listen to free outdoor music, or watch the game. In fact, it's your home away from home with good food and drink, fair prices, and a little bit of rock and roll. Follow Four Dads Pub on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Or go online at fourdadspub.com. For reservations or to order for takeout, call 860 413 8080. Four Dads Pub, where the community gathers for locally inspired tavern fare. And this reminder from Four Dads Pub stay safe during on Ray. Brad, I want to ask you we've already had a considerable amount of rain in 
particular this past week, just a couple of days ago. So how will that impact? Because even if we end up with a tropical storm as opposed to a hurricane, Category 1, we're still going to get a lot of rain. Right. And, and, you know, the thing about the tropical storm, Dan, is winds are anywhere from sustained from 39 to 74 miles per hour. And you might say, ah, that's not that bad. But we have performed experimentation and so forth. The National Weather Service and, and particularly the Storm Prediction Center, whenever the wind is in excess of 58 miles per hour, they issue, for example, a severe thunderstorm warning. And the reason being is that when the tests have been conducted and so forth, there is much damage that can occur with a sustained wind of 58 miles per hour. So you may think, ah, it's only a tropical storm, but it is going to do some damage. I mean, there's no question. And worst case scenario, it could be a category one or two hurricane. So keep in mind to the right of the eye wall is the worst of the wind. To the left of the eye wall is the worst of the rain. And your question, Dan, specifically Hartford County got pounded um, on Thursday with the remnants of Fred. Um, you were describing to me uh, one of your friends having the most difficult time getting to, to Dunkin' Donuts Park because of the situation with the rapid and intense amount of rainfall. Well, that was felt throughout Hartford County, Dan, three to six inches of rain through much of Hartford County with the remnants of Fred on Thursday. Now, if we get similar amounts of rain or more from Henri, we are going to be talking some serious flash flooding. So I would highlight the worst of the wind anywhere from New Haven and Milford and points east along the Connecticut shoreline. So out toward uh, not only New Haven County, but Middlesex County and New London County, I'm expecting the worst of the wind. Now, to the left of the storm track, the worst of the rain, that would be Fairfield County. That would be up toward Udan, Litchfield County. That would be western New Haven County and western Hartford County. Those areas I'm looking at four to six inches of rain from Henri, and there's a bullseye uh, in the data of six to 10 inches of rain, and that's like centered right around Sharon and Kent, Connecticut, Dan. So we're, we're all, all of us in Connecticut are going to experience some hardship in some way, shape, or form from Henri as it comes in. Uh, as I said again, New Haven County shoreline, Middlesex County shoreline, uh, New London County shoreline, ocean flooding, and wind damage, bad wind damage because of the being to the right of the eye wall. Then to the left of the eye wall, places like you up toward Torrington and uh, Sharon and Kent, which I just mentioned. Flooding may be much more of a problem in that part of the state. But uh, so we, we've got all these different uh, contingencies that we have to plan for. And, uh, you know, I would stay in touch. Uh, again, you can link uh, from BradfieldWeather.com to um, United Illuminating for how many power outages there are to Eversource for how many power outages there are. Uh, you can get the radar. 
Um, you know, you can you you can uh, link to the National Hurricane Center. If you're concerned about tornadoes, you can go to the Storm Prediction Center. Again, most of the tornadoes are to the right of the eye wall. So um, the, these are all the things that um, that we we have to we have to be concerned with, Dan. You know, it's interesting, Brad, because the 66th anniversary of the 55 flood is coming up in a few days. It led to the Army Corps of Engineers coming in and constructing dams throughout the state of Connecticut, which has avoided disasters since then. But, you know, when you get an inordinate amount of rain in a short period of time, uh, it's going to lead to the localized flooding that you're talking about. Dan, what you're talking about, the back-to-back hurricanes in 1955 produced at Bradley. Now, this is Bradley, data from there. Uh, 20, I think it was like 21, it was either 21 or 22 inches of rain for the month of August 1955, okay? So let's back up now. Let's back up to just last month, July of 2021. We had 10 to 11 inches of rain in July at Bradley. So now add on to that what happened with Fred the other day, three to six inches of rain with Fred. Now if we get up to, um, say, six inches to 10 inches, which is what the prediction is for Sharon and Kent from Henri coming in, you add those numbers all up, you're up to levels near – that 1955 level. Now, granted, the 1955 were back-to-back hurricanes that occurred, I I think, a week or 10 days apart or something like this. And now I'm talking about July and into the month of August. But the water table is high. And then on top of that, uh, the three to six inches from Fred, now we're going to try to put, you know, six to 10 inches of rain on top of that. The soil just can't percolate. The, the, the water cannot get through. So there's going to be a lot of runoff and a lot of uh, flash flooding, I suspect. Wow. Well, as we put a wrap on our podcast, then uh, what is our forecast? All right. First off, Dan, we've got the storm surge warning. Uh, that includes the entire Connecticut shoreline uh, from Flushing, New York, east to Chatham, Massachusetts. We've got a hurricane warning from New Haven to Watch Hill, Rhode Island, and also including all of Long Island. Preparations to protect life and property should be rushed to completion today. The worst of the hurricane, if the storm stays on track, would be New Haven County, Middlesex County, and New London County. That would be the worst from the wind and the storm surge. Uh, hurricane watches up to Westport, Massachusetts. So what I'm saying is east of where the warning is up, there's a watch in case there's a little uh, fluctuation in the path or whatever. Um, And a tropical storm warning is up for the rest of Connecticut. So for New Haven, Middlesex, and New London County, we have a hurricane warning up. We have a tropical storm warning up for the rest of the state. And the warning means sustained winds of 39 to 74 miles per hour. So, uh, you know, you don't want to downplay that or think that that's not a big deal because it is. Um, You know, weak, weak trees will tumble in those winds. Big branches will break off in those winds. 
there will be power loss in those winds. So it looks to me like, Dan, we've got the rest of today is fine. Overnight tonight, we start seeing the uh, outer impacts of Henri, especially as we head toward daybreak. And by tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, the wind will be rocking and rolling outside of your home. You'll know we're in a storm. And then the storm will keep ramping up uh, through the midday and into the early and mid-afternoon when Henri comes ashore. Now, with the friction with land and trees and everything, the circulation of the storm weakens rapidly when it comes over land. But it still will hold together enough to bring tropical storm force winds through Connecticut tomorrow afternoon and into Sunday evening. And then the storm will start to dissipate. The storm will go by to our north. Uh, I do think on Monday we'll still be in a tropical regime. We'll, uh, it'll feel muggy and awful outside, uh, you know, with, with many of us without any kind of air conditioning because it's – going to there's definitely going to be power loss it'll be a very uncomfortable kind of day there'll be showers around from time to time on monday uh the best news i have of all dan is that tuesday wednesday and thursday look fine um sunny temperature readings are going to be in the 80s on all three of the days so it'll be a time where the it'll be a time to dry out and it will be a time to clean up uh, once the hurricane goes by. Okay. Brad, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, just to everybody to stay safe. I mean, um, you know, even within my own family, uh, as, a, as a trained and professional meteorologist, I get some pushback like, ah, dad, it's not going to be that bad and whatever. Uh, a lot of people that are especially younger than 30, Dan, have never experienced a hurricane. We had on NBC Connecticut, uh, and this was kind of my my ticket to uh, becoming pretty well known. Uh, I got great reviews for my performance during Hurricane Gloria, and we had given warnings for five days. We we knew the storm was coming. Nothing can really sneak up on us with satellite technology now. You can see in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, for example, the 1938 hurricane snuck up on us because there was no satellite technology. But now with satellite technology for Gloria and for Henri, the storm's not going to sneak up. People had a lot of advance warning. And even with all the advance warning during Gloria, Dan, seven Connecticut residents lost their lives. So it, it's not the kind of thing. And, and, and that storm was so well warned. So what I want to say to people is that there will be power lines down. Uh, if, if you're you, you know, you go out and you want to explore after the storm, a power line may be down. The power line may be live. And it may be in a huge puddle of water and someone could walk into that and get electrocuted. So it's the type of thing you have to really take seriously. You can't just say, ah, this is not a big deal. People can be driving around and huge tree limbs can fall on their car. So there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So you, you, you have to shelter and, and batten down and, uh, you know, stay safe until uh, the officials or your favorite meteorologists or whatever give you the all clear. Well, Brad, to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, please stay safe during this uh, this event. And, uh, you know, something like this doesn't come along that often in Connecticut, but please stay safe. Absolutely. 
The Bradfield Weather Podcast, a special edition, has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, McAllen Construction Company of Prospect, servicing the entire state, and Four Dads Pub of Granby. Stay safe, everybody.